Welcome, welcome. You are now listening to Get Out of Your Own Way podcast. And this is episode two. With this particular episode focusing on men. Now, before I actually get to that particular topic, I want to thank everybody who checked out episode one covering women. And I've already got a little bit of feedback from that first episode that I spread on YouTube and Twitter. So I kind of want to get to those uh, statements from a couple of anonymous women. And one of the things that, that was said was, quote, I don't mind dressing up and having guys look at me. It makes me feel good and wanted. And then another one said, the only time I dress up and show some skin is when I go out for drinks with my girls. Otherwise, I don't feel comfortable going out the house like that. So interesting enough, and those are almost two sides, two different sides. And uh, let me reiterate and sum up episode one in a whole As women, as girls, when you're going to go out and you're dressing a certain way, and if you actually saw the cover art on episode one, you can see the type of things that girls and women wear in public that can cause some unwanted attention. Now, if you're going to do that, my whole thing ultimately was saying just be prepared to have some unwanted attention come your way. But you can, as you can see from the first thing that I read, that some women, some women don't mind. They don't mind the attention and that's fine. This is more, this is more catered towards women who are acting as if they don't know why they're having guys approach them in a negative way or getting these stares or or just this unwanted attention as a whole. And so my whole thing was, if you don't if you don't portray yourself in that way, you can minimize that kind of negative attention or maybe it's just an unattractive guy who's looking at you or it's just a a creepy looking guy or man looking at you that that's that's ultimately making you feel that way that's that's probably more often than not what it really is because if it's a an attractive man a good looking man who's looking at you and he's not staring at you like you're just some sexual object you're not getting that feeling from him then sure that can make you feel good And I think that's what the first thing that I read from her particular particularly really meant was if it's, you know, a a cute guy, a hot guy, a sexy guy, whatever you feel that that you're catching looking at you, then, of course, that's going to feel much better than an unattractive guy or creepy guy looking at you is going to do. That's. I mean, that kind of goes without saying, really, you know, so it can all really come down to, okay, who's staring at you? Who's making these unwanted passes at you? Because that could literally be the difference between it being wanted and unwanted is if a man that you portray to be handsome, attractive, charming, 
you know, you name it. So, or, or, or not. So as a whole though, as a whole, my whole purpose was to say, Hey ladies, this is what you can do to prevent any attention whatsoever, because maybe you're already dating somebody. You're, you, you have a boyfriend or a husband or whatever the case may be. And you, if you want to nip all this in the bud, then stop wearing this type of clothing in out in public. Stop showing all this skin out in public. And you can wrap that all up and get rid of it. I mean, you're not going to 100 percent get rid of it, even if you're dressed up like in, in a in a in a, uh, in a baggy sweatsuit as if you went to go run track or something like that. But you can really minimize guys making passes at you, staring at you and what have you. If you are being careful and watchful what you're wearing, that was in a whole episode one. So now. I move on to episode two. And again, this episode is going to be centered around men now. Men. So why is it that men, when we look at women as a whole, at some point in time in our life, and this isn't all of us, but we can say at some time or another, while. um, while growing up and from your adolescence to teenage years to young adults to actual adult um, at some point in time or another you look at a woman you're like wow you know like yeah she's very attractive and and you sexualize her you kind of picture her without her clothes on you can you you lust after her I mean every man every man has done that and I mean, I, every man, as about, I mean, I've had women say they've done the same, you know, but if, if there's anybody right now who said they, they've never done that in their entire life, you are a liar. I will call you out right now. If you've, if you've been living long enough, you have done that to somebody. Like I said, though, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and act like this is like on equal grounds because it's more of a man thing than a woman thing to actually objectify and sexualize um, the other gender. So even though I'm even though I've personally have had conversations with girls and women in the past who says, yeah, I've done it before. I've done it, you know, but it is predominantly a male thing. So. Why do men do that? It's almost almost a little difficult to really explain as why that happens and why that urge is there when you look at a woman or an attractive girl and your brain goes to that place to where you're unclothing her or you are looking at her in a sexual matter. And that's something that can be controlled as a man. And that's something that you can do where you find yourself if you're out in public, at a store, at the gym, what have you. And sure, no matter what, time, no matter what, whenever you leave the house and you go out someplace public, you're going to see an attractive person of the opposite sex. That's I mean, that's just a fact. If you go out and you get around enough people, you're going to see somebody who's attractive. And as I mentioned in my previous episode, there's a difference, though, between looking and staring. So with me personally, I'm well aware when I go out in public, everybody who's around me and I and, and I t- and I often look 
through my peripherals than I do actually directly. Because it's very rude to stare at somebody. I don't care how much you think they're attractive. You don't do that. It's, it's awkward. Even if that person happens to think maybe that you're an attractive yourself, but you still don't want to stare. It's better to just look and approach opposed to just standing there and staring at somebody because it, it, it has a tendency to make everybody feel uncomfortable. So <clears throat> with that said, though, it's ultimately a little difficult to break down in detail. But you can just say that it's just a part of maleness, for lack of a better term. It's just a part of maleness. There's something in us guys that grow up to be men. And there's almost like a gene in us um, that when you're surrounded by all these beautiful women, attractive women, and you see these lovely ladies and girls and just there's just. There's a driving force in us that wants to conquer that, that wants to uh, be with as many women as we possibly can. That's that's ultimately what that really comes from. It's like this. It's, it's almost like a just a dog in us, you know, where we just want to be with as many women as we possibly can. And you can't even really explain it. It's just that feeling. But at a certain point in time, you get old enough to where you can have self-control. And especially if you consider yourself a godly man and then you put your focus onto something else. I'll never forget you know, something my dad told me years ago. And he said, as a man, he said, you can have sex with 300 women and still not be satisfied. <laughs> and I, and I, I think about that so very often to this day where I'm out in public and I'm just doing my own thing, going to, from A to B. And then I just see I'm just surrounded by a bunch of attractive women. And I'm just kinda, I just kind of still laugh when I see that. I'm just kind of like, man, you know, like that's exactly why my dad says what he said a long time ago, because it's like you will never feel content. It's like if, if you're if you're a man who goes around and sleeps with numerous amount of women, you'll never, ever feel that content come across. You're like, OK, I'm good now. I hit my number and like, no, like that's just not how maleness works. So that's why it's best to actually settle down, get get a woman, marry her have your own family, what have you. Not that you still won't have temptations and, and notice other women because it still happens all the time. But if you just hunker down and focus on that one woman, if she's a wonderful woman and you love her, then you will be able to actually put your focus and energy and effort into this one woman. Because I can tell you from speaking from experience, yeah, like that pressure it's just there, like even even from a godly man standpoint, it's like like, oh, that's another reason why I, I like being a homebody. It's like I hate being out and about, you know, because it's just like I hate that pressure that I feel from what I've been explaining where I'm just like, Lord, just keep my mind on the cross, Lord, you know, because <laughs> it's really that significantly strong inside of a man because we're made of flesh. And coming from a bachelor's point of view that that I am, you know, that's that that trigger. It's just like you, you just immediately block it out. You know, you just keep walking 
and just keep going about your business and just stay focused on what it is that is important in your life. And for me, that's the Lord. So I keep going and get doing whatever I can not to be out, you know, like in somewhere that I'm going to be distracted because that's one thing that this world has in abundance is distractions and, and negative negativity. So as a man, I know what I have to do and where I'm supposed to be. So I don't lollygag around. I don't do anything out of the ordinary. I mean, I'm very routine type of guy, you know, like so. Um, as I mentioned earlier, I'm a homebody through and through. I don't go out a lot. And, and th- these are the reasons why I just don't like to put myself in public situations where I'm surrounded by women. And that get, and then that lets my mind start maybe wondering and, and, and going a little stir crazy. So as men, we have to be careful where we put ourselves. It's like whether whether if you're a single man, whether if you're taken, you're in a relationship, you're married, you have to be very careful because that temptation is always going to be there. There's always going to be women and girls around that we're going to find attractive. And we have no clue who she is or who she's with or who she's been with, what she's going through mentally, what she's going through emotionally, because as a man, we can we can we, we easily can think, oh, man, it'll just be a fling. It won't be much like I'll just, you know, it'll be one and done, you know, like and that's it. But the next thing, you know, all hell just break loose just off of this one situation that you were just thinking of as a fling. And then, I mean, there's so much there's so much things that can come from that so much. I mean, you can have so many different things come out from that, whether that be an unwanted pregnancy, whether that be a clingy woman or girl who suddenly just wants to be with you and see you, who starts showing up at your house or your place of work, um, an ex-boyfriend or an estranged husband or some, some man gets involved and starts looking for you as well. I mean, it's very hard to tell as far as what could happen in that situation. So that's why you have to think us men with a head on our shoulders opposed to the one between our legs to be straight blunt about it. And when it comes to guys, because it's, it's an ever going battle. The number one reason why couples split in America is infidelity, unfaithfulness, unloyalty, whatever you want to call it, cheating, cheating. And so you want to be able to not put yourself in position if you're with somebody to uh, cheat on that person. So, I mean, if you if you have an activity that you're a part of and you know that you're surrounded by um, attractive women and you have a girlfriend or a wife or anything like that, it's probably not a good idea to continue to pursue that activity 
whatever that is, you know, unless unless you're with your girlfriend or your wife, when you're doing that activity, that's a little different. But eventually you're going to feel that pressure, if not immediately or that temptation, you know, especially if there's some flirting involved here and there or what have you. I mean, it's just it's it's always going to be present that that feeling inside of us as males um, that we want to step out and uh, do something, you know, when opportunity presents itself. It's not going to be always present, but speaking from experience and I've been in that spot where I've been with somebody. As a matter of fact, I just recently got out of a year relationship and I hated still going out a lot, you know, like even being with my girlfriend at the time and she's an attractive woman and even going out with her, you know, like, and I would notice when other guys would take looks at her, I would notice that because she's an attractive young woman. You know, she was an attractive young woman. So I expect that, but that's where it has to stop when you're actually in public and with, uh, with your, your, your significant other, it has to stop there. There's, there's not going to be a guy or a girl approach that person unless they know them. But if it's a complete stranger, the chances of you getting approached when you're with somebody else is slim to none. So, um, but my point is, is whenever I would be out in public, um, with my girlfriend and whether that be like main event, Walmart, uh, to a park, whatever the case may be. And I, it's almost, I still felt that pressure because I'm, I can still notice, notice other women through my peripherals around me, you know? And it's just like, uh, like I just wanted to go somewhere quiet, you know, with just me and my girl. So I can just consist consistently stay focused on her. I did. And somebody knows what I'm talking about as I speak when you can even be out in public, you know, but it, you just, it's, it's that ever going presence in a man that you just want to stay focused on your woman. So I hate that feeling that comes over us as men when that pressure is just always there to want to um, conquer, for lack of a better term, the next woman. And I don't even mean that in a negative way, but it's just that 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 feeling. See, women don't understand what that actually means as a whole. But 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 another male knows exactly what I'm referring to when I say conquer. So it doesn't mean like in a way to where like I'm a king and you're a pawn or something like not not in that way. But basically, it's a sexualizing term is what that means. Um, But. But yeah, as I was mentioning earlier, when even when you're in a relationship, for me personally, I'm still a homebody. I don't go out much um, when, when I'm with somebody, you know, like I'm a homebody and there's 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 a method to my madness. I just I, I like to stay home. I mean, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm boring or anything like that. You know, like I'm still very upbeat and and outgoing to a certain degree. You know, I love going to the gym and working out um, six, seven times a week. Yo, but um, outside of that, outside of work, the gym, going to visit my parents, I really stay home. 
I don't I don't really go out to bars and clubs. That's just it's not my style. That's not my thing. So that's just about going to wrap up this episode. As um, I bring this to a close and uh, I want to give everybody a heads up on the next episode, episode three, which will be centered around none other than sex itself. So I will bring that to you guys next week uh, in full detail. And please, any questions or comments, once again, um, you can reach me at Twitter or at tdavidson1182 at yahoo.com. And if this just so happens to you that you're watching this on the YouTube channel, you can post your comments below and I will most certainly uh, answer your comments either um, in the comments section or on the next episode. So with that said, I appreciate you guys tuning in and I look forward to bringing you episode three.